Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Ambitious Podcast. My name is Dylan Price, and today's episode is a fun one. Today's guest was the 51st pick in the 2011 MLB Draft to the New York Yankees. He represented Brazil in the 2017 World Baseball Classic and currently plays for the High Point Rockers in the Atlantic League. Today's guest is Dante Bichette Jr. Dante, how are you? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So going back to the start, what led you to start playing baseball? Oh, man. Uh, I haven't gotten asked that one in a while. But, uh, you know, it's, I think it's just something that happened. You know, my dad played, obviously. Um, so I was in a few different sports and kind of, you know, realized I was pretty good at baseball real early. And then, you know, I liked playing, so kept doing it. And, and it ended up working out for a job, which is cool. <laughs> so kind of coming from, you touched on this, and... Uh, coming from a very athletic family with your father and your brother, how did that shape your development as a baseball player? Well, you know, uh, my dad was able to, you know, my mom's actually very athletic also. Um, so my dad and my mom were both able to, you know, keep us active, keep us in sports and, and help us practice. Um, you know, and, uh, and obviously my dad's very knowledgeable and, and, uh, knows a lot. And that's, uh, So, Dante, the first thing I want to say is, for the age of 26, you've already had quite the career. Even at an early age, you saw success with your Little League squad. You played in the 2005 Little League World Series. What are the biggest things you still remember from that? Uh, we shared a like a, a dorm slash showers with the Curacao team. Jerickson Profar was on that team um, in Little League. And me and him were actually buddies uh, around 12 years old in the Grove, like the place where the Little Leaguers stay. And, um, you know, now he's and – then, and then we kind of were in the minor leagues at the same time, and now he's in the big leagues, you know, doing awesome. And, and uh, you know, making memories like that is kind of cool. That's really cool. So six years after that, you were drafted by the New York Yankees. What was that moment like? It was amazing. Uh, just sitting out back with, you know, family and, and a couple close friends um, watching the draft on TV, and the Yankees came up, and I had a pretty good idea that it was going to happen, and it did, and it was, it was, it was awesome. Take um, myself and the listeners kind of through what the pre-draft process was like for you. Uh, well, I guess, you know, there's a lot of practices, showcases, workouts that you go to do, um, especially, you know, the, the more highly touted you are, the more serious the workouts, you know, some are even in big league stadiums. I got to play in Yankee Stadium before, uh, you know, I was ever officially a Yankee, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's always local workouts and stuff, but basically you're just trying out for a bunch of scouts and, and scouts come around and if they like you, they tell the guy above them and it's like, you know, it goes up the ladder until somebody decides to draft you, but it's, it's a lot of a lot of work, a lot of time, and a lot of uh, traveling. <laughs> so after being drafted, what was the very first thing you did? Uh, well, I went, so I went early. I went like six days after the draft, which typically people don't do that. Um, I decided not to go for like, you know, a big paycheck and just take slot money and go play. Um and, uh, you know, the first thing I did when I signed, I think I went and played the, the opening day of the GCL. 
Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I walked right out there and played. The, the leadoff hitter with Bell Santana it went over the batter's eye to start the season, and I was just, like, in awe of all those guys. I thought they were so good. <laughs> it was fun. So you, when did you graduate high school? In 2011. So you went straight from graduating high school, getting selected in the draft, and then playing professional baseball, and you had just gotten out of high school. Yeah, man, it was like, I want to say it was like a couple, you know, a couple months after, a few months after. Um, I knew it was going to happen, and I just, I wanted to get out there and play as fast as I could, so I went, so I went. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, man. So you played at many levels for the New York Yankees organization. Which spot had the biggest impact on your development as a player? Ooh, good question. Um, you know, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I'm going to say double-A. You know, I spent three, I think parts of four years in double-A, so... You know, it, it it was it's a Trenton, New Jersey. It's a, first off, it's a, it's a tough you know place to get comfortable to live. Um, right, you know, you got to live forty minutes from the from the stadium. Uh, it's just you know if you if you're not from there, it's a little uncomfortable. So you got to learn how to like survive and compete in like a different type of atmosphere than you're used to. First off, then you know you're in Double A for the first time, or so. You're, you're seeing real, you know, big league type guys. And then, uh, you know, then you got to learn how to grind the weather and everything. It, it, it's honestly like, you know, over four years, it taught me a lot. Um, and I think that it, you know, in a lot of ways, it helped me become the player that I am a couple years after leaving there, which is cool. Um, but it's all part of the, you know, the story. So did you, were you in Jersey for any part of the winter? So when we started, it was snowing in some places, but not really, no. Oh, I was going to say, the weather drastically from, I. you're from the West Coast, right? No, I'm Florida. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, take myself and the listeners through what the average minor leaguer's day-to-day kind of life is. Um... Well, okay, so first off, sorry, I can tell my buddy to turn the music off. Um, so first off, uh, you know, you're up early in the morning, uh, usually got breakfast at the field, then you, you're you usually on the field in the minor leagues, you know, at 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, and off the field by, you know, you practice all the way until 1, you play a game, and then you're off the field at 4. So it's a, it's a long day in the minor leagues. Um in, in like a spring training atmosphere. Then come when the season comes, it's more like, you know, you're at the field around one for a seven o'clock game. So you're still getting a lot of work in. There's there's a lot of like busy work, um, you know, because people gotta people gotta do their jobs. So a lot of that. <laughs> so after going to free agency in 2017, you signed with the Colorado Rockies organization. What was the minor league free agency process kind of like? Um, you know, it was cool, uh, to see that, that I had a few teams interested. I had a few, you know, five or six teams call, um, when I was a free agent after my stand with the Yankees. Um, so it was cool to see that a few teams, you know, were still on board with at least giving me a shot to, you know, look at me. Um, 
you know, and it was, and, and you don't know that until you leave an organization. So it's it's hard to get a read on that. But I like seeing you know the whole business side, I guess, of, of baseball because that's really what it boils down to is you know who's going to make you the most money in the, in the team. So yeah, very cool. So we are going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we're going to dive into the World Baseball Classic and much more. And we are back. So in 2017, you got the chance to represent Brazil in the World Baseball Classic. What was that experience like as a whole, and what was the biggest thing you learned from that experience? That was an amazing experience and opportunity and honor, really. Um, You know, when you have a team, those kind of environments, tournament-style play, or like a team that represents an area, for me, like a, a high school team or a college team, or like, you know, when you get to that, you're representing a country. It's like it, it brings a team together. There's a lot of, like, unity just naturally. And, um, you know, that's when the game, in my opinion, is at its funnest, is at its most fun when uh, when both teams, you know, they really want to win for, like, each other on the team almost. So that type of setting is, you know, what I, what I play baseball for. So I, I can't wait for the next time that we get to do that again. What was the atmosphere at the World Baseball Classic like? It was awesome. Uh, we were in Brooklyn, uh, the Cyclone Stadium, and so it's already a fun stadium. And then we actually had a pretty decent crowd. And, um, you know, when we played Israel, there was a few names on that team. So, like, there was some other fan baseball fans were coming out and whatnot. And um, it was just good to uh, it was just good to compete with, with guys and get to know those guys, for sure. Now that you're playing in the Atlantic League, what are your goals for this coming season? Uh, well, last year was, um, you know, it was it was really just to go. I, I kind of, baseball kind of took it out of me for a little bit. So I kind of just went back. I heard St. Paul was fun and had a great year. And so, you know, it kind of pumped the energy back into me a little bit. So I'm really excited for this next year. Um, I have a whole year of catching now under my belt. So I had a whole other off season. So that's going to help. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what happens. Well, best of luck. So, outside of baseball, what do you enjoy doing? Uh, I like uh, I like music. I love music, man. Art, any type of art, really. Um, I like going to the beach. I like hanging out with my friends. I like hanging out with my girl. Um, I like, you know, just watching movies and, and shows and, and playing games and stuff. <laughs> A little bit of Fortnite. <laughs> Very cool, and that's probably the best answer I've gotten to that question in the interviews I've done. It's probably the most real one. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gives you, like, the typical answers. Yep. What coach or coaches have had the biggest impact on your development as a player and a person? Another awesome question. Um, for Right off the top of my mind, um, Jonathan Crott, uh, my infield coach from from high school, well, really from my whole life, uh, huge impact on my baseball life and really on me as a person. Um, uh, Alan Kunkel was my high school coach. Randy Snodgrass was my high school coach. Those guys, huge impacts on me. Um, and, and, you know, guys that I met in pro ball, uh, Carlos Mendoza, I think, he's, I think he just got the first base job for the Yankees. And then... Um, Edward Gonzalez, you know, Tommy Slater, just just a few hitting coaches I've had along the way. So my next question would be more of an on-the-field question. What would you say the biggest um, asset like that you have, like the best part of your game is? 
would say, uh, I would say honestly, like, if I don't even know if it's like a tool, but like my ability to like help a team. Um, I, you know, I, I always, I always end up forming pretty good bonds with the teams that I'm on, and I feel like, and I'm always on winning teams, always, and I feel like it's kind of. You know, it's kind of like a thing now. I, I expect to win when I get out there with the group of guys that we got, and like, and I kind of, you know, I like to, I like to see the chemistry build in the team, and I like to help that happen, and and uh, I like to win. So, <laughs> I think, I think that's probably the best thing I can bring to a team. So you touched on teammates and chemistry and everything. You played for the Yankees organization at a time where a lot of the uh, guys now that are in the majors were coming up. Who was one of the guys? Um, that maybe on the major league roster that you had a really good connection with. Gary Sanchez was one of my favorite dudes to talk to. Um, still talk to him, uh, Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. Um, you know he he's a, he's a big reason why I know a lot of Spanish because <laughs> he doesn't take the time to learn any English, which is hilarious. If you know Gary, um, Tyler Austin, you know. That's another one of my guys. I mean, there's a bunch of dudes that can't with judge with the Yankees that are my guys. Like, literally probably a lot. Like, too many to name. <laughs> That's really cool. So, my next question would be um, more of a family kind of question. Your younger brother, Bo, is a really good player as well. How have you been able to pass down some of your wisdom to him as being, you know, the older brother who's been in the minor leagues before? Um, You know... Bo and I are, are very different um, in, in, like, how we are as a person and baseball players also, but I, I personally think that you have to be your own best coach, and so that's kind of what I always tell him, and I think he agrees with it. He asks for, he asks for opinions here and there, but he uh, he's a real smart kid, and, and I think that's, like, one of his bigger uh, assets. So I don't think that I would really ever – talk to him much I would just tell him to go you know if he ever needed help I would probably just tell him yo like go figure it out <laughs> you'll be fine um he's he's special so you know he'll be alright either way how competitive are you two with each other um when we were younger it used to be a little more and it was pretty much just in like video games and stuff uh no not really not too competitive anymore <laughs> did you guys ever get the chance to play together well, in the World Baseball Classic on Team Brazil, it was the first time we played on the same team professionally. So that was that was really cool. That was part of the reason why it was so cool for me. That's awesome. So my final question for you, and it's kind of a bigger one. Ultimately, when it's all said and done and you do decide to hang up your cleats, what do you want to be remembered for? That's cool that you asked that because uh, that's kind of a thought that comes, you know, comes across your mind once you're not like a young dude in the game anymore and you start having to think about, you know, what's next. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, honestly, I want, I, I care more about how the fans remember me. Um, I want them to have enjoyed watching me, I guess is the easiest way to put it. But like, really enjoy it, you know? Um, I was able to really be myself last year with in St. Paul with a place with like really no rules. <laughs> so, you know, I was able to do like, you know, wear different colored cleats or whatever, just like, you know, make the fans have fun with me. They pick out my outfit and stuff like that. And just stuff like that. You know, I, I like to bond with the fans and I like to put on a show and entertain people. So I want them to remember me, I guess, as a good entertainer. <laughs> 
Well, Dante, I want to thank you again for taking the time to come on the podcast. It was a lot of fun, and I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your future. Uh, thank you, man. Good questions, man. Appreciate it. Thanks again.